No BS, No BS Podcast, episode 27. No BS Podcast, 27th episode. Man, I gotta do something special when I hit the 30th episode, man. 30th episode is non-mental. 27th episode, No BS Podcast. Got a few things to discuss. Before we get started, as I told you in the last episode, I have my fiance here who took in a um, COVID-19 shot the first time on my last episode. On this episode, um, she's already took taken her second um, shot. So um, everybody welcome again, uh, Tiffany Alloway to the No BS Podcast episode. What's up there? Appreciate you, appreciate you. So, the first shot, um, you, what's the date you took the first shot? In January, I want to say? No, December 30th. December 30th, okay. And you have t- taken the second shot now, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, when was that? Mm-hmm. January 25th. Okay. It was the first day I was eligible, so I think, yeah, I think I took it that day. Okay. So, the, um, the first shot went well. The second shot also... Um, went well. Um, could you just elaborate a little bit about your experience with the second shot? Well, the second shot, more people had um, side effects, myself included. So, you know, I did have fever and chills and body aches, but it subsided fairly quickly, probably less than 24 hours. Right. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't anything that was long lasting? No, not at all. Okay. Because I do, I do remember when you were in the house, you did said you um, were a little cold and you had a little bit of fever, but that went away. And now you're okay, yep. which is awesome. So um, for, for people who are um, curious about the vaccine, if it's going to make them sick or not, um, obviously um, people have not gotten sick. Uh, very fi- uh, few cases of people had allergic reactions, but <clears throat> um, this vaccine has um, proven um, to... Um, be effective um, just based on, um, you know, for health reasons to not contract the COVID uh, virus and not for you not to be hospitalized um, and possibly on a ventilator. Um, There are other reasons why, you know, people do not want to take the vaccine. Uh, Obviously for, uh, you know, in the past, the government has, um, you know, tricked people of color into getting shots and actually um, gave them um, Let's say, let's say something that they, they didn't come there with, with other diseases. Um, but obviously we are here um, today and my fiance is, is looking beautiful and she feels well. So, and this shot is from, I want to say, Moderna? Moderna. Moderna. Okay, Moderna. Moderna. So there is a, um, uh, another vaccine that's coming out from another company, mm-hmm. Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. What do you think about that? Um... Well, the difference between that vaccine is it's only one that you have to take. But literature is coming out saying that it's not effective for older people. Only 14% effective in people that are over 60. Okay, okay. Because when, when I first read the article about it, it said it was one shot and it said it was 100% perfective. But now I'm hearing that it's not. No, is that correct? it's not. Mm-mm. Okay, okay. Um... So obviously, the, these companies are trying to get ahead of this variant by coming out with vaccines, um, different you know vaccines that you have to take one shot. Some vaccines you still will have to take two. Um, they're looking at possibly, I want to say this is just an estimate, maybe a hundred million or um, people vaccinated by the end of the summer. I believe that. I 
believe that. Okay. Um, so that that's definitely um, a plus for people who um, are looking to take the vaccine and not contract the COVID virus um, to put them in a hospital and possibly on a ventilator. Um, now, there's a, another story that I read about the military that are choosing not to take this vaccine um, due to um, what I mentioned before, beliefs, I mean, not beliefs, but actual facts in history that when the government had, um, you know, misled us and gave us um, people of color a disease when in fact, um, you know, they were trying to um, make us feel like they were curing us, but actually giving us a disease. Um, but um, some of these military people are actually saying no to this vaccine uh, because they want to exercise their right. Um, some say that, you know, in the military, they are not to say no at all. Their military runs their lives. So when this um, the opportunity came about for them to take the COVID vaccine and they were not to um, have any repercussions from them saying no, most of them chose no. About a, They said about a third of the military said no. Um, and that's another reason why um, they are not um, taking the vaccine. So what do, what do you think about that? It's their choice. The vaccine's not mandatory for anybody right now because it's not readily available. Mm. I think when it does become readily available, it, you'll see that's when the mandates will come in. Okay, okay. Now I think that, you know, and I agree, the military controls a lot. If you're in the military, it controls a lot of your life. Your life. Um, there's a lot of things you can do or can't do. And, you know, you have to stick to this strict schedule being in the military. So I understand that, you know, for for once, they have an option to say no and not have any type of re- repercussions from that. But and I agree. As time goes along, there's going to be a, a mandate for this vaccine to happen. Um, like I, we mentioned in the last episode, soon you won't be able to travel go outside the state, go outside of the country if you don't have this vaccine. Uh, but I have a, a curious question. I have a question. Why is China claiming that they don't have any any infections of COVID? Why are so much, well, a few countries of these um, countries are don't have this COVID virus? Couldn't tell you. That's very they weird. They make a claim, but how is that being validated and substantiated? I'd like to see the data. I could say that we have nothing, we have no infections, but that doesn't make it true. Right, right. So what happens if they, if let's say China or other countries choose not to get vaccinated? Would that further spread the disease? Could. It's about, I don't know, it could, but we can't control that. We can only do what we can do here. Right, right. So... Make sure you get vaccinated, people. Make sure you wear a mask. If you choose to get vaccinated, if you have any questions about getting vaccinated and you're really not sure you're on that front of fence, um, hopefully my conversation with Tiffany will make you more comfortable in getting the, vac- getting the vaccination, getting the vaccine, rather, um, and getting vaccinated. Um, if you choose not to for other reasons, um, I understand that also. Um, but make sure we all wear a mask and we're all helping to um, contain this disease. If you need additional information, please check in with your Department of Health for your state. Like the New York State Department of Health, they'll have all the requirements to be eligible for who and where you can get vaccinated if you need additional information. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. 
Thank you, and I appreciate you, Tiff. No problem. Um, so let's move on. Um, th- this insurrection that happened, um, so a lot of people have gotten arrested. Um, some have been, um, like I mentioned in the last episode, again, um, police officers, um, security, um, detail for um, high officials. Um, what do you think about what's going on right now as far as these, these arrests coming out and this broader investigation? Um, they should be arrested. arrested. They committed a crime. That it was an act of treason. Right. People died. They need to be arrested. Do you think they will be arrested? I mean, will be charged? <clears throat> I, we're going to have to wait and see. Now that now that's going to be something to, to really look at. To you know, for them to be arrested, which is fine. Some of them actually left. They some you know, there's claims that some people took uh, vacations or went back home, which that's going to be what it's going to be. But if they get charged with these crimes, is what's going to matter? Because if they don't, it's going to look like it's open season. True. Right. Yeah, but like I said, we're just going to have to wait and see. Now Trump has not been convicted of anything. Nope, surely hasn't. So, from what I'm reading from different articles, he's looking to come back in 2024. Now, if everyone wants to make it seem like, oh, well, we're not worried about it. It's not nothing. You know, Trump is not a politics man. He got lucky the first time around. Even though I don't um, like Trump as far as his politics and his policies and how he views the world, we have to take this seriously because let's not forget he has he had over 60 million votes. So should we be taking it seriously if he tries to go again for president for 2024? Absolutely. But I also think that we're not alone in voicing these concerns. I feel the Republican Party is going to have to make a decision on how, after all of this and these antics, they want to reinvent themselves. If that's the face of their party and that's what they want to go with, that's a decision they have to make. Like so, be it then. Like just, just say I wanna. I, this is our our image. This is the face of us. We're gonna be bigotry. We're gonna be racist, and that's what it is, right? Not but just I like. Don't, but I don't even think that's what they they want. I think right now they're in a state of shock, and they kind of don't know how to move forward. Shock of what? Losing? Not shock of losing, but I'd say that it went to this so quickly with Trump's rhetoric and everything. Okay. So I think if you do see Trump run again, I would be surprised to see him run on the Republican ticket, to be honest. What ticket are you going to run on? An independent. Okay. Which is possible. And, and take his 60 plus million voters with him. You never, exactly. And I, I, they leave the Republicans high and dry. Okay, I see that. It, you never know. Stranger things have happened. I mean, we, we went to bed in 2016 thinking Hillary Clinton was going to win, and we woke up. I still remember this day. I got up, because, you know, I get up before everybody, and I said, Belle, I said, Donald Trump is our president. And you said, stop lying. Yeah, I, I was highly upset. It was almost like a um, like a, uh, a reality television show when he won. It was like, well, I couldn't believe that this guy won. He hasn't even... He has no experience in politics, but now he does have experience in politics. Four years worth of experience in politics. So, in saying that, here's my here, here's what I think. In 2024, if he runs for president for Republican Party, he will win. If he runs for president as an independent, he will win. He has a Republican Party by the balls. And I think a lot of um, senators, congresspeople are 
scared of him um, per se because he, he wields that much power. No one in the Republican Party had 60 plus million votes for I'd, presidency. I'd be hesitant to say that he wields power. I'd say he wields influence because he spoke to a population of people and made them feel comfortable voicing things previously that were not okay to voice so publicly. Mm. I think we're just going to have to wait and see. We'll see. We'll see. Now, I believe since Trump has not been convicted of any crime yet. of insurrection. Yet. Not yet. Not yet. yet. It's not over. Yet. It's yet. not over. Yet. yet. If he does not get convicted of any crime, I believe that those insurrectionists will happen again. Because I believe that if you don't make an example of someone, of somebody, of somebody, of a body, then it's going to be a free fall. There's no consequence. So you can do that, or whatever that is. In this case, storm the Capitol over and over and over again because there's no consequence at all. I'm going to go to court. The, the, the most damage will probably be maybe a lawyer fee here and there and I got to go back to Washington to go to court. It, no, For them not to convict, let's say, Trump of any crime or, or not yet, let me say, or any of these people that are being arrested are still going to, to do these proceedings based on the crime they committed on January 6th um, and not to be convicted, that's going to be, that's going to speak louder than what happened on the 6th, I believe. What do you think? to go out on a limb and I'm going to say that I don't think that had he not said what he said on that day that these people would have had it in their minds to have done that. So if he didn't say anything about that, they wouldn't have done anything? I don't think so. Because I don't think that these people really had that thought for themselves to like, we're going to do this. You know, I do believe that. I do believe that they didn't go down to Washington by bus, by plane, whatever they came by thinking that they're going to go into the Capitol and do that. I thought, I, I personally, again, I'm against it, but I personally believe that they went there just to protest. If maybe things got out of hand, a couple people got arrested, but I don't think they really went down there with the yeah, plan to go into the Capitol. No, I don't think they really had that plan to really do that until he said things that made them feel like that was the only course of action. Right, like that was okay to do. Like it was okay to do. I They really felt... That they were taking their country back by doing this, this act. I really don't think they really sought out initially to do that. But I guess it'll all come out in time. Yeah. What their true intentions were that day. You know a little bit about psychology. Maybe a little bit. A little bit of this. A little bit of that. So, um, the psychology of brainwashing people. People that you know, people that hold high positions in their job um, capacity, people that work for the community, people that protect the community are being brainwashed via social media platforms, via conference calls or whatever way they they, they obtain the information. Like, how is that possible for smart, black or white, smart human beings to be brainwashed like that to feel like it's okay to storm the Capitol and that their country is being stolen. Well, p- 
people that there's a weakness in those individuals that that type of rhetoric or that type of influence speaks to them. It's it's not uncommon with any other cult. Right. There's a belonging that comes with it. And that feeling valued and that sense of belonging is more powerful than any other part of the human condition. Like they all want to be feel like they're a part of something bigger than themselves. Some people seek that through religion. Right. Some people seek that through doing good works in the world. Mm-hmm. Some people seek that level of covenant through other activities as we've obviously seen. Mm. It's and it's not overnight. Right. It, it it's almost like the power of the brain too. Like there there is a weakness. And I think there's a weakness in in all of us. We all have a weakness. Like if I show you something constantly and I and I hold your head to it to the to this whatever I'm showing you and I show it to you constantly, constantly and constantly, like you're going to that's you're going to start being that and believing that. And honestly, it doesn't start out with the most outlandish of thoughts and behaviors. It it escalates over time. Right. It's not like it started out like you see one video, like I'm going out to do yeah, something. Yeah, it, it's not like that. It's like, it, especially like on social media, like people will watch these videos and then it makes you think and question it for a second. Like, wait a minute, is that true? Is right. That, is that could that really happen? And and that's the tipping point almost. And that's the tipping point. Like either point. you're gonna stay on the ledge or you're just gonna fall off and be like and dig further and then you start going down these rabbit holes. You go down the rabbit hole and I, how deep truly is that rabbit hole? Like, right. where does it end? Like, how outlandish does it have to be? Because, you know, there's some people out there that feel the truth is, in fact, stranger than fiction. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so people say reality, uh, perception is reality. It's, it's true. That's true. So I can perceive to be kissing you right now, Tiffany, but I, I just whispered in your ear to tell you I'm ready to go. So that I perception. So somebody perceived me as kissing you in it. Uh, you know, in your ear a little, but I was just whispering you, telling you that I'm that I'm ready to leave the place, or ready to go home, or whatever. Like so, people are gonna run and say, "Oh well, I seen Belle kiss Tiffany out in public." Like that didn't really, that wasn't really the case. That, you see what I'm saying? If, uh, true, but if that becomes news, I go, "Who decides that's news?" And I think that's the important. It's about the audience and how we receive the information that we receive. Just because oh. it's on the internet doesn't mean it's true. Just because you watch it on the news doesn't mean it's true. Right. Just because somebody tells you it does not make it true. Right. I think people need to do their own research and find out what what is factual. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. Very very interesting. So, um, because it's how people. Oh, excuse me. How people really feel about this country, like it's being stolen, like that's a real real feeling. They didn't have that feeling before Obama. Well, you also have to think all of the timing is perfect. These people have been locked in their homes. Their perceived freedoms have been taken away. So what did most people do during the pandemic? Mm-hmm. They watched TV. They were on social media. I mean, look at TikTok. Yeah, it's a perfect storm. I mean, they're, they're in a state of fear mm. on top of that. Right. So they're going to think, 
oh, my freedoms are being taken away right now. Like, I can't go where I want to go. I'm scared. I can't do the things I want to do. They're like, my, and then if somebody says, oh, you see, the government's taking your freedoms. They're, they're telling you have to wear a mask. They're, they're violating your rights of, of your body and your freedoms. Yeah, the country's be ta- being taken away. Is it that much further mm. for them to believe that? Right, right. Very interesting. Do they, so, because <clears throat> people really take, the point to where people really take action is where, the downfall happens. A lot of people think a lot of different things. A lot of people don't act on it. A lot. See, because me and you, Tiff, I love you to death. Sometimes you want to kill me. Do you really act on it? No, because I'm here doing a podcast. That's why. Right? It's a couple few times I feel like, oh man, I, I'm going to choke the hell out of Tiffany. But I don't. You don't act. I don't act on it. <laughs> but at what point, like, do people get this information? Like, can it really be? Go down a rabbit hole. Now I have to take action. I don't know. It depends yeah. how passionate they feel about that. Mm-hmm. Because to go from thought to action, it's not as big of a leap as people think. It's actually, it's, it's easy to some people who don't have that, uh, now nah, you really shouldn't do that type of angel on their shoulder. Yeah, but they also feel validated. It's the validation that they feel that what they're doing or thinking is correct. People are getting arrested at um, now and will probably keep getting arrested based on this insurrection that happened and then being charged with crimes. Mm-hmm. You said, and I believe it too, it's a perfect recipe. The pandemic, no job, means no money. I got somebody on social media take, talking about they taking my country away from me. We're taking mail-in ballots. I don't feel it's fair. Trump doesn't win. I'm getting all this information on social media. Should social media be uh, be charged, charged, or be uh, blamed for a brunt of what's been going on, like the Instagram, Facebook, or whatever by uh, Twitter? Do you feel that that social media, that platform, should also bear responsibility of the insurrection that happened on the six? Um, it's a slippery slope. Should they be responsible? I mean, now they ban they ban Trump towards the end, after the insurrection, but it already happened. Should they be responsible? No. Did they allow things that they should have stepped in with previously? Absolutely. Did they act too late? Hundred percent. But should they be to blame? It's really not for me to say. Okay. Because honestly, okay. you got to think about it. Everything is on an algorithm. You say you got five friends and your five friends believe in QAnon right. and these conspiracy theories you yourself because of being friends with them is going to be inundated with it based on the algorithm of what they post what they I, view right, right. you're not going to see other viewpoints mm-hmm. but you can't blame social media for that because that's how it works regardless if it was negative information or positive information that's right because that's how it works but each of us as law-abiding citizens and performing our civic duty have are supposed to become knowledgeable to make the appropriate decision for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And if you choose not to do that, again, that is your choice. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. I get it. Definitely. So let's let let's um let's um let's jump um 
topics real quick before we end this. Now, you called me and said that you were hungry. I said, yeah, I'm hungry too. I was preparing for this podcast, getting things set up. And you said you're ready to go eat now. I said, all right, we'll go eat now. Right? Um, I'm up, we're upstate New York. Um, Tiffany says she wanted tacos. We don't eat Taco Bell. Not anymore. We used to, but not anymore. It's, I've been painting walls ever since I've um, eaten Taco Bell. I'm not even, I'm not in the, I'm not in the painting business. I don't, I don't paint. I'm not in the painting business. Um, but I stopped eating Taco Bell. So we went to go, go get tacos. Um, we went to a taco place. Um, my cousin Janika, shout out to her. Free um, taco. Free taco. It's called Street Taco. Street Taco 7. Um, Juice Factory 7. Make sure you got to check that out. But we went to Street Taco 7 and um, enjoyed the taco a lot. We got jerk shrimp tacos. Yes. Hard shell. Hard shell. I advise everybody to go there, go check it out. You know, she's for real. Delicious. And she's not not even Mexican. And she's for real. Shout out to um, her husband. Um, Shout out to to Janika. Shout out to Janika's daughter who's running the uh, the place at uh, Street Taco 7. We appreciate y'all. Um, so tell me what you liked about Street Taco 7. What, what was the, the most, what stood out to you? You was like, wow. Listen. What I liked about Street Taco 7 is that when you walked in, it smelled like food. Is You know what? We walk in some places and don't smell like food. And I'm just like, this is not a good place to eat. No, because it's not. Because if you sell you're jiving food, me. you're a purveyor and seller of food and I smell no food, I think it's a lie. Like it can't, like you can't have an establishment that sells food. And it doesn't smell like that. That means you're not cooking. That means your food is probably not good. Or microwaved. Or microwaved. Well, you're really not selling food at all. You're moving those birds, and it's not birds that we can eat flats off of. So, street tacos the best, though. They smell like food in there. Customer service is great. Make sure you go check that out. Um, And, you know, make sure you support all the black businesses, small black-owned businesses in upstate New York, Troy, New York. I don't care if you're in New York City and Brooklyn, Queens, in Jersey. I don't care if you're down south in Myrtle Beach, North Carolina, Cali. You support all the black-owned businesses, man. And if you do go to Juice Factory 7, which I love, please get the Holy Grail and tell them that Tiff sent you. Absolutely. Tiffany wanted to get the Holy Grail and bring her own cup. It was almost like a a 40-ounce. So... We want to make sure that if you love um, Juice Factory 7 and her products, don't bring your own cup. <laughs> all right? You got to take the cup that they serve you with that you bought. Um, but yeah, just all, check them out. First of all, that didn't even happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. And then our second establishment of the day, because we compared the tacos, we yes. went to La Capital La Taco. Cap- yes, La it's down the street Taco? from uh, Street Taco 7. His funny fact, before Uber killed taxis, where La Capital is was the Capitaland taxi stand. Yeah, it was a taxi place in Troy, mm-hmm. New York. Yep. Um, so Uber killed the taxi place and they made a taco place out of it. Um, so what was it called again? La Capital Taco. La Capital Taco. I'm sorry. La Capital Taco. Taco. Um so their food there was good also. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of cool in there because they kept some of like the old stuff from the taxi stand. Like old ledgers and stuff like yeah, that. Old taxi kinda, logs. It was kind of cool because that cab stand had been there 
probably since the 70s. Yeah, for, for a long time. For yeah, a long for time. a long time. And it's right on the corner. It's super cute. The tacos were delicious. Absolutely. They had all different kinds. Yeah. And it was reasonably priced. Yes, yes. So make sure you guys go check out all the small businesses in Troy, New York. Yes, I think it was 3 for 10. Yeah, yeah. So make sure y'all check that out, man. Um, No BS Podcast. Make sure you follow us at No BS Podcast. No underscore BS7 on Instagram. No underscore BS7 on Twitter. Make sure you follow us. We're going to have new content. Coming out with new episodes. So make sure you're you're aware of that and put your notifications on for that. Last thing, let's talk about sports real quick. Really, really quick because I was looking at um, a game last night against the Lakers. And uh, the Lakers obviously won. Um, But they need Anthony Davis back. That's very, very important. I don't think LeBron can really take the... um, the minutes that he's putting in right now. I want to say he's averaging almost 30 minutes, 35 minutes a game. Like, that's unreal. Unreal. So, I don't think nobody's beating the Nets. You're going to have Durant, Kyrie, and Harden. Nobody's beating the Nets coming out of the East. You name one person who's beating the Nets coming out of the East. Okay, I'll maybe, I'll give you Miami. I'm a Chicago fan. I wish Chicago was in the mix, but I don't think they're going to. They're in third place, I believe, right now. I don't think they're going to last or at least get to the playoffs. But maybe Miami will have a shot, but nobody. I mean, nobody's beating the Nets. They're hot right now in the East. In the West, the Lakers got got an uphill road. Denver's not playing. Utah Jazz is not playing games. You got the Warriors. They're trying to do their thing. With Draymond Green and Curry, but, you know, you need the Splash Brothers back. That's important. If you want the Splash Brothers back, you got have a hard time in the West because the Jazz are not playing and Nuggets are not playing. So we'll see how that goes. The All-Star game is coming up, which some players just um, felt like it was no need to even have an all-star game in Atlanta just based on what everything that's going on right now. Um, and, um, you know, people want to feel, you know, safe. They want, don't want to, you know, be subjected to the virus that's going on and have to bring it back to the families, uh, which is understandable. But anyway, you know, when you work, you have a job and they say you have to go somewhere and do something, um, you know, you have to do it. So there will be an all-star game. Um, All stars have been picked. Obviously, Jane, LeBron James have been picked. Um, Anthony Davis has been picked, but he's hurt. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know who's going to be in a slam dunk contest at all, but hopefully it'll be ex- as exciting as it was last year. Um, so we'll see. We'll definitely see about that. Um, so the winter storm that was going on in Texas, um, we have a t- utility company that's charged $1,000 um, for weeks or uh, of billing um, to which residents have been um, trying to get their money back and, and suing. It's just been a mess down there. You know, people in Texas don't know what it's like to have zero-degree weather in New York, below zero-degree weather in New York, to have winter storms. Their houses are not made to hold the weight of winter storms or the pipes are not having experience uh, below temperature um, 
weather before. Um, so people have died, um, and it's been rough out there. So I'm sending love down there to everyone out down there in Texas. Hope y'all get through. Um, it's been getting warmer, so hopefully the recovery will be um, quicker than expected. So, um, but definitely, um, shout out to Texas, man. Definitely, definitely praying for y'all. Um, also, my man Hove sold Ace of Spades for estimated three estimated three hundred million. I'm not sure exactly half, how much half it was. Of Ace of Spades. Half. half, half Ace of Spades for three hundred million to Hennessy Moat. These are the same guys who didn't really want to sign Jay Z and his people to any type of deal. So now Jay Z took Ace of Spades over. See it gained popularity. Ace of Spades started moving units. But now they want to buy it off of Jay, which is all business, all good. But, you know, it shows how powerful the culture is. It just shows how powerful the hip-hop culture and the vibe is. You know, these corporate um, powers that are so-called B don't want nothing to do with you until they see their younger generation of families like loving the hip-hop culture and... Uh, People buying bottles wherever they are just because you see Jay Z with it or any uh, star in our culture uh, making it happen. So shout out to Jay Z, man. Def, that's a big, big move right there. Shout out to Hove. So, No BS Podcast, episode 27. In the books. Make sure you guys follow me, no underscore BS7, on Instagram, no underscore BS7, on Twitter. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate all the followers. Oh, and also, make sure you look at my clothing line, gs7clothing.com. That's G-S-V-I-I, clothing.com. Got a lot of dope shit on there. Hoodies, tech suits for women, tech suits for men. Real meaningful clothing line. Definitely got to check that out. No BS Podcast, episode 27. And the books. Appreciate the love. Hey.